0: Hello, and welcome to another week of Soap Secrets. Now, Claire Ruck is joining me to talk all things soap. Hi, Claire. Hi, Hannah. So let's start with Coronation Street, because um, things are going
1: downhill for Kelly, aren't they? Yes, they are. Poor Kelly. So we have to remember, she's only, she is very young. I had to look this up because she she always handles herself a little bit older, but she's she's about 16 and a half. Her, her, her birthday's in May, so... Yeah. She's young. She's very young. Sixteen and a half is a child, a child. So so she was free freed from prison. Um, and uh she had to move into supported living because Toya and Imran had taken in little Elsie and they only have a two-bedroom flat. Mm, mm. So, <laughs> yeah, not ideal. It's not ideal. So they she didn't want to make them choose, so she said, Hey, I'll 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 move into supported Living, But that really wasn't going very well. I mean, last week she moved in and someone had um, spray painted murderer across her wall in her bedroom. So it's, you know, she's very, very stressed and not very happy. And this week, Imran and Addie discover she has left this supported living and they can't find her. Um, It's embargoed why she why she leaves this, this supported living. So I, I can't tell the reason, but it's a very good reason. And so yeah. something has gone on and we then see shocking scenes, Hannah, of a frightened and lonely Kelly sleeping in a shock, doorway she's 16 and a half i mean she should not be sleeping in a shop doorway no
0: absolute absolutely not i mean again though uh, what are topical subjects as in how many how many teenagers are living on the street and what that really looks like do they do they do it well
1: they do do it very very well yes um, it it gets quite unpleasant so she's alone on the street imran calls her on her phone um but she goes to answer it and the batteries died so she can't mm. talk to Imran. She's got, you know, she's also quite proud. Yeah, I mean, it, it, it. those are your comforts that we
0: take for granted, aren't they? You know, always having a full battery or being able to charge whenever we need to. But of course, you know, their only safety net has gone. But she, sneaked, she sneaks into a hotel, doesn't she, to try and charge her phone? Yes,
1: yes. But um, obviously she's in a hoodie and she she doesn't look like she belongs there. So the receptionist, char- you know... Um, catches her and demands to know which room she's staying in and that's when sleazy guest Alan comes to her rescue and he tells her she's welcome to knock on his door anytime oh no yeah yeah so this is this is one of the issues this is this is the route she's going to go
0: down unless someone can stop her I mean can, can Imran save her
1: well, Kelly might just have to save herself, Hannah. She runs out of the hotel and she returns to her shop doorway and discovers that all her stuff has been stolen. So now she's she's really, you know, she's got she's got nothing warm to to use at night. I mean, you know, it, it's now it's now November. Nights are quite chilly. Um, and um, you know, can Imran save her, or will she knock on Alan's door? I really hope she doesn't. That's just a slippery old road, isn't it? Yeah, she is very, very vulnerable. She's really vulnerable. He knows that. That's why that guy made a that horrible offer to her.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And um, aside from that, is the, obviously the, the the big part of uh, of that, this week. But you know, also we we see school mum Isla and and Ty going on a date. But it's not very happy ending, is it?
1: No, it's great. It's absolutely great. So, yeah, so last week, um, Ty met Isla and thought, oh, they sort of made a connection. And um, she said, she said, let's go on a date. So this week they go on a date. But her husband, who she forgot conveniently to mention, Hannah, catches up with Ty and decks him.
0: Oh, my God.
1: The perils of dating on
0: Coronation Street. It's never, never a safe path, is it?
1: Well, it, it isn't when you date married women whose husbands are quite handy with their fists. It, this is true
0: this is true he did do wrong <laughs> a good episode by all accounts um do we have the same in emmerdale um will our favorite
1: couple split up this week well that is a good question that is i really like this so so during the um survival challenge uh week the maze maze fire um when the maze caught, caught on fire Mac, Charity's partner, um, he was caught up in it, and Charity thought that Mac had died. Um, somebody actually did die. Andrea died in it, obviously. Um, but um, Charity thought for a moment that it was Mac, and that gave her sort of a bit of a jolt, and she realised just just how much she, she cared for him. And so this made her decide to go public with um, her relationship with Mac. And I think the fans and... and And I all agree that Charity and Mac make a really great couple. A really great couple. Charity's brilliant. And Mac's got a sort of something about him. He's been sort of just hanging around the village. But I think with Charity, he's really coming into his own. So, um, you know, and this week, this is is lovely. This week, Mac tries his best to help Charity's son, Noah, woo Chloe, give him a bit of romantic advice. (laughs) Uh Well, so... Noah wants to woo Chloe But she, he doesn't want to ask Awkward questions to his mum So Yeah so, so Mac comes You know it, it's, He's not Obviously he's not his stepdad In any way shape or form But I suppose man to man They have a They have a frank talk And he gives him some tips Advice And some condoms
0: Oh No 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 That's No
1: <laughs> he's trying to seduce chloe well obviously i think that's that's quite responsible of mac really yeah.
0: it's very responsible you're right you're right you are right i
1: just it's just the
0: yeah no you are right
1: <laughs> his mum might not have done that so no. you no. know no. <clears throat> um now chloe's dad of course is a nasty gangster this is the whole yeah. crux of the matter And Charity doesn't want Noah or her granddaughter Sarah anywhere near her. So um, when Mac covers for Noah, Noah, who, you know, when Charity's looking for Noah because he knows where Noah is, Mac knows that he's in the barn trying to seduce Chloe, shall we say. And um, Charity discovers that he has lied to her. And is their relationship over? I hope not, Hannah.
0: I hope not. Uh, yeah, I hope not. I think it's a it's a good relationship and one that I'd like to see stick for a bit longer.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And you know what? You know, Matt was trying to do right. He hasn't he hasn't done anything horrible. No. Noah came to him for advice and he gave it. Yeah. It's quite nice to have that relationship. Yeah, I know it is. You're right. So mate, mate It must be difficult, you know, with um you know, with your with your mother's partner, so it's quite nice that they have they have a good, good relationship.
0: Yeah, agreed. And um Mina. I mean, <laughs> when is this going to come to an end, for goodness sake? You know, <laughs> but she's got away with killing Andrea. Um, but she's in a bad mood again this week. I mean, everybody duck, everybody hide when Mina's in a bad mood.
1: Yes, yes. So she... She is um, struggling to get over David choosing Victoria. So, you know, she's a serial killer, so she's not going to take being dumped very well, is she, Hannah? No, she's not. I mean, and that, and that was her worst fear. That's what she didn't want to happen. Yeah, absolutely. And she has been well and truly dumped. David mm. and Victoria have taken both the kids and they're a sort of on a break in Portugal. Um, so she breaks into Vic's house, Victoria's house. Now, Victoria house shares with Amy... So she breaks into Mm -hmm. Victoria's house when Amy's out and she makes a big mess. She wrecks it, basically, um, in revenge. And um, when, obviously, Amy's shocked when she goes back in and sees it, and she calls the police, she knows what's gone on because she was, you know, she's Victoria's housemate, so she's been, she's sort of had front row seats, hasn't she, to all of this?
0: She has, absolutely.
1: Um, And uh, so she calls PC Swirling and said it was Mina but of course we know Mina, she can lie, lie and lie again. And yep, um, when PC Swirling interview, interviews her, she denies everything. And she gets away with it because she's, she's got the front to do it, hasn't she? She really has, yeah, absolutely. And um, so when Amy and Mina get into a war of worlds over the incident, Billy breaks it up. Has Mina set her sights on a new bow? Mm, God. Now this is very important. I wanted to mention it because Billy is very important next week in something that happens, and I'm not going to say anything more.
0: Oh, you can't dangle these carrots, Claire. <laughs> it's not suitable. It's not okay. <laughs> okay, so yeah, I mean, at some point, although we always say this, they've got to get their their just desserts, but they don't really, do they? A lot of them. We 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 see that in other in other. Um, other storylines in other uh, soaps but um, anyway um and there's more of an intrigue at the wall pack, isn't there because of course with al now owning a third of the pub um what is he up to and when he discovers that paddy is away on business he invites Chaz out for a business lunch
1: yes mm. so this is very interesting because we remember last um round about last christmas or just before christmas last year um that um Chaz and Al had a moment, shall we say? I'm just going to call it a moment. And um, now Al owns about a third of the Wallpacks, so he is—he's he's got an agenda, and we're not quite sure what it is. Because yeah, what
0: is his agenda?
1: Yeah, he's got definitely got a big agenda. He wants—he wants—he wants the Wallpack for something. None of us know what it is. Um, so you know, Marlon's the chef there. They have lovely—you know—you go to a pub like the Wallpack, you expect good food, don't you? You do. And uh, he's, change, he's he's been changing all this so that you have ready meals. Yeah, that's terrible. That's awful. That's awful. Quickest way, isn't it, to, to lose patrons?
0: Uh, quickest way to make a quick buck and also lose all your patrons. Yeah, exactly. So he's going to run the wall pack into the ground.
1: Yes. So So obviously... He doesn't want it to, to succeed for some reason obviously if he's, if he's doing that sort of thing um, but he's invited Chaz out for a business lunch will there be will it be a flirty business lunch we have to wait and see yeah.
0: well there's, and there, is an, there is an issue around this isn't there I think as well there's a she's kind of this isn't the first time it's, it feels like that whole paddy the whole relationship thing feels a bit teetering on the edge at the minute yes it does mm. hmm Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. Oh well, Emmerdale's lived up to a full expectation this week, um, <laughs> with lots of goodies. Um and I and I, I am in mean, no doubt that Holly Oaks will also do the same. Um, because this week Ms. Bar is shocked to discover that the hospital is honouring Doctor Ali with an award. Yes.
1: Yes, so so poor Ms. Bar, she's she's you know Dr. Ali is the father of her son Shaq, and um you know, they, they, they've been through quite a lot. He's really not a nice person. And she, nobody else can see it apart from her. And um, so she's, she's really distressed that um, the hospital... I mean, because Ms. Bell works at a hospital. Um, yeah. And she's, she's really upset that they're honouring Dr. Ali with an award. And her son, Shaq, is also really upset because he has come to realise his dad's not a very nice person. And he publicly condemns Ali while, he, while he's accepting his award. Now, Dr. Ali's horrible. So um, this leads to tensions between father and son. And he says, you have to, you have to rescind this. And you have to say, I'm a nice person. And Shaq says, no. <laughs> oh. So um, Ms, this is really distressed, Barr. And um, she's just unable to work and to live this close to to a man that ruined her life. And so she plans to leave the village. But when another victim steps forward, Hannah, what will she do? Oh, because she needs to be there to try and give some... Support, maybe. So maybe it will make us stay. Well, will it? And will it give her, you know, will two people be able to go to the police or just one? You know, if you've got us a... And be more credible. Yeah,
0: absolutely. Hmm. And, and the net's growing closer, isn't it, for Fergus
1: this week? Yeah. Fergus, he's such a, he's such a evil, evil man. And I'm still in shock at the way he killed Timmy. I know Timmy was a stalker and he's the bluebird IT wizard that was... Mm. keeping Operation Bluebird up and running. But he just sort of, he just put a gun to his head and, and it was horrible. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. So Warren this week finds himself in a difficult situation when he's planned to take Fergus down back backfires and he's framed. Now, we know that, um, that sorry, that Warren has killed seven people. So, and the police know that. He's been, he's been jailed before. So he's not exactly Mr. Squeaky Clean. And uh, given his track record, will anyone believe that he's not involved in all this Fergus business? I mean, mm. no, <laughs> probably. No. no, in a word, no. <laughs> <laughs> and um, with Operation Bluebird discovered, it has been discovered, but people don't know that Fergus is behind it. Mm. So it's out that there are these horrible videos, etc. Um and uh, the stalker and bluebird, you know, IT wizard who, who kept it up and running, Timmy, as I said, he's dead. Can anyone link it back to Fergus?
0: Well, I'm taking a, di- I'm taking a deep breath. I'm trying to work it out. <laughs> well, I don't know. Do they? You know. You tell us.
1: at the moment I'd say something's got to happen because Timmy's dead so Timmy can't say unless he left something um you know an incriminating note there's
0: always a twist though isn't there with these things always Hmm, interesting interesting stuff now finally EastEnders um because last week we saw well it was a shock appearance really, wasn't it? Of Sean Slater, who's played by Rob Kaczynski, um who came to visit Mum and Sister Stacy. But are the rumours to be believed? This is this a wonderful visit or is he back for good?
1: Well, who knows, Hannah? I mean that was a big shock. East kept that so quiet, I can't tell you. Nobody knew about it till about five hours before the episode was going to go out. Wow. That, they did keep that quiet, didn't they? they did I would have sort of you know flagged it up that because people love Sean Slater loads of people want him back I mean he was he was really good and you know all, all the soap magazines are always teasing he might be back and this was the one time we couldn't tease it because they kept it quiet and he did just pitch up so is he going to come back I mean he would make a great a great addition to the square I think at the moment so maybe fingers crossed
0: yeah, I, I think they I feel like they need something at the minute. It feels like it needs a bit of perking up. Um, and then this week, course Chelsea and Gray, strength to strength. Will she find that her fiance has lost his job as a lawyer? I mean, will she find everything
1: out? Well, this is this is a this is a big question. We know Chelsea's a woman that likes the finer things in life, shall we say? Mm. <laughs> and um, we know the viewer knows that gray has lost his job as a lawyer and he's been blacklisted and he's had to be he's had to take a job in a fast food restaurant so he's flipping burgers it's quite um
0: it's quite the fall from grace isn't it i mean nothing not that there's anything wrong to flip burgers i hasten to add however you know uh, he he was presumably earning a pretty wedge as a as a lawyer at
1: some point yeah yeah, and he's broke. We know he's broke.
0: Yeah, but also Chelsea likes nice things. That's the thing. So, you know, how how deep is her love That's what I would question.
1: Not very deep, I would suggest. Um, so he, well, we know he's broke. Um, we know that he's used Tina's um, bank cards and... He has exhausted Tina's funds, you know, Tina, who he murdered at Christmas. So there's no no more money in Tina's account. Um, and that was also a big risk. I still think that's going to come back to bite him. That's why I keep mentioning it, because he must be on CCTV camera somewhere um, taking money out of Tina's account. So, so he is absolutely broke. And, you know, jobs in fast food restaurants, they don't pay lawyers' wages. Uh, and we know that... Um, Chelsea's pregnant so he's going to need money for mm-hmm. for the, the new baby. He also has um proposed, he proposed to her she accepted so he's going to need money for the wedding. He has two lovely children. So obviously he needs to feed, clothe, keep them at school and in all that kind of stuff. So the household budget mm-hmm. is 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 quite high. Is it?
0: Yeah, it is. And Flipping Burgers is not going to bring that in, is it? No.
1: <laughs> mm. And when little Mia is off sick this week and Chelsea and Wit look after her... Now, wit has been really... She knows, she's seen a side to Grey that she doesn't really like, but she's been helping Chelsea out because she likes Chelsea. And also Whitney's quite good with kids and Chelsea's less good with kids, shall we say. And poor little Mia is off sick and um, Whitney, Whitney's looking after with Chelsea and she, she does something really nice. She goes to ring Grey at work and say, oh, Whitney, oh Mia's feeling a little better because you would be concerned about your child if they're off sick from school so she she yeah. does that really nice thing and she rings his old law firm of course only to, to discover that he no longer works there oh. so will whip tell chase chelsea that gray has lost his job hmm. probably
0: <laughs> and then it's all gonna and then will chelsea be gray's next victim
1: victim well who knows who knows He's got mm. to have another victim come up, or somebody.
0: I would think so, because he's a serial now, isn't he? So he, ha- he has to, because presumably the urge is there to do it again, because presumably that's how it works, she says, as if she knows. Um, <laughs> OK, and um, Harvey's son Aaron is really showing his ugly side this week, isn't he? That's the other storyline running along.
1: Yes, yeah. This is, really, uh, this is going to be an interesting thing, and I think this, this is going to just grow and grow. So basically... Um, we we see we see Aaron um at a family dinner quizzing Dana's boyfriend Bobby about his faith so Bobby is um Ian's son and Kathy's grandson but when he was in jail for killing his sister um he he became he changed his faith and he became a muslim um and he's he's, he's very very, very law abiding now and he's he's really into his faith but you know this is Aaron's been really horrible about his faith over this this lunch and um, and you know and it, it's, it's quite it's quite unpleasant you don't really treat someone who's a guest in your home in that way um, and later his dad Harvey discovers Aaron's bloody shirt just what has Aaron been up to
0: oh, that sounds a bit grim is there any is there any Christmas spirit entering into any of these soaps soon? I feel like we're all working on our Christmas issues at the moment of the magazine world. Presumably, no.
1: No, there isn't any Christmas cheer yet. EastEnders don't tend to do happy Christmases. Not in the square. Not in the square. No Christmas joy.
0: Okay, we'll leave it there then. <laughs> well, thank you very much for listening, everyone. Uh, another great week in Soapland, um, and we will be back next week with even more gossip. Until then, stay safe.